All right, you ready to do this? You got the notes? I have notes and I have orange juice. Look at that. I got the big bowl of oatmeal here and a cup of coffee. Damn, look at us. We're having breakfast while we record because we're those types of folks. <laughs> so, so the broccoli. Right, yeah. Get ready to hear, enjoy hearing me chewing for the, whole, for the next hour. <laughs> I should have found something crunchy for breakfast. I got like crunchy. Like an apple. I got crunchy peanut butter in my oatmeal. Does that count? That's nasty. <laughs> really? What the f- is wrong with you? Peanut butter in the oatmeal? No, you put like bananas in the oatmeal. Right? I have a- I have bananas too, and chocolate. Is chip. it just like? <laughs> it's a very healthy is it breakfast. Just plain oatmeal with peanut butter, banana, then. And chocolate chips. You got it. <laughs> you know what? All right, maybe I judged a little too quick. Maybe I judged a little quick there. <laughs> I'll make it for you at the next uh, the next two M retreat at the next company vacation. <laughs> we get one of those. Yeah, you weren't invited last year, but <laughs> maybe this Wait, time. what? There's two of us in the company. Oh, yeah, it was me, Nick, and Surio. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you bitches, all of you. <laughs> two best um friends. I will drive down there to beat you. We were very cool in high school. Who think they know football. I just went on a really long tangent there about Brett Favre. I have to pay more attention to the Lions this year. Bring you unprecedented access to the NFL world. OurLions.com. Pro fancy football. Pro football reference. ESPN. Because here, it's real football by real fans. We are diehard football fans that just want to talk football. The 2M Football Show starts now. Totally Welcome back. Way. It's the two one. Hey. <laughs> oh man. Good to be here. A little bit more energy today. <laughs> yeah, feeling good on a Thursday morning as we record this. It is November fourth, ten a.m. Hopefully, we get this out before the game tonight, so we can include that in our preview. It is Matthew, almost the official halfway point now with the eighteen weeks. This is week nine. I can't believe it's week nine. Yeah, right. And if it hasn't gone downhill for you guys yet, it will because it started to go downhill for me. For me, it's going down a very particular hill. Taysom Hill. Really? <laughs> Which we'll discuss and more in a very exciting edition of the Fantasy Corner. But, yeah, welcome in. Is it exciting? No, it's no longer exciting. I don't like it. I don't want it. I didn't consent. You made a trade. And I made two trades that we're going to talk about. <laughs> I did make a trade. Um, but I don't know if we've said this yet. It's the 2M football show. <laughs> Mike and Matt, you know what you're listening to if you're still with us at this point. If you are, I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> if you don't, well, strap up. <laughs> well, once again, we have to start with an apology since we didn't end up putting out an episode last week. I don't know, man. Life, yeah. life is crazy. <laughs> We're not cheap dates. We don't put out every week. <laughs> At least not for the paltry money we're getting back. <laughs> what I, I think we're still in the negative, right? Overall. Yeah. <laughs> From our first host. We got about another about eight or nine months, and maybe we'll have broken even. <laughs> well, considering we don't have uh, any ad, any ads. This is a commercial-free podcast, by the way. Another reason to give it give us your ears. Anyway. Like figuratively or literally? I'm going to figure that out later. That's a good question. 
yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about that off air. So welcome back, Matt. It's good to be here in the virtual recording studio once again. It is, it is the week eight recap, which we won't spend very much time on. And the week nine preview, we will reflect on the trade deadline that came and went this past Tuesday, pretty uh, uneventfully. And then, uh, yeah, like I teased, we've got some interesting things to discuss in the fantasy corner. So stick around for that at the end of the pod. Let's get through it. <clears throat> Let's do it. Starting with the trade deadline fallout, parentheses, and other news. Not a whole lot happened. There was a lot of speculation as the trade deadline approached on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, a lot of it around Deshaun Watson, who we've been hearing on and off. Teams being hot and cold about trading for all these seasons. Specifically literally. the Dolphins. Yeah, specifically the Dolphins. There's a little bit of Eagles and even Panthers talk thrown in, given how poorly their respective quarterbacks have played. But nothing happened. He's still a Houston Texan. Ish. Yeah, sort of halfway at this point. Uh, the biggest thing, the biggest move was Von Miller, all-pro pass rusher for the Broncos, getting traded to the Rams in exchange for two draft picks in the 2022 draft. The Rams gave up their second rounder and their third round pick. This, to me, shakes up the way I view the NFC. Because you have Von Miller, who's been leading um, leading sacks since, what was that, 2016 or something like that one, 2014. And then you have Aaron Donald, who's been leading in sacks since he came into the league, both on the same defensive line. A rebat yeah, passing offense under Matt Stafford. I mean, the Rams just got scarier. Yeah, I mean, they are, go- they are absolutely all in, Super Bowl or bust. Uh, given they now have just three picks left in next year's draft, and they're what, one fifth rounder and two seventh rounders. <laughs> Everything else they've traded away for the for the now, the present, to get Stafford in the door. I forget who else they brought in. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, obviously now Von Miller and this, yeah, this team is terrifying. And I saw the joke made on on Twitter that, the, the Rams have done more to help Stafford win a championship in less than one season than the Lions did in 11 years. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. No, they're not. They're, they're all in. So it's exciting. Another pass rusher, somewhat of a lesser degree at this point of his career, Melvin Ingram, who's kind of bounced around the league a bit since L.A., the Chargers cut him, I think, last year, two years ago. He was with Pittsburgh most recently, and they traded him to the Chiefs who are really hurting well, on both sides of the ball, really, but particularly on the defense where the pass rush needs all the help they can get. And the uh, Steelers get a sixth-round pick in return. Not bad for a guy they just signed, you know, on the cheap, off the street, <laughs> coming into the season. Yeah, no. Those were the only – I mean, there were a few other trades regarding, you know, involving players that I had never heard of personally, so I didn't think they were worth talking about. <laughs> no, I think these are more so – I don't want to say groundbreaking trades. Maybe the Von Miller one is, but they're definitely trades that could help reshape the second half of seasons for these teams. Right. Yeah. So other news that was a fallout from this, the uh, Rams were reportedly trying to trade Deshaun Jackson away uh, because they've barely been using him. They really don't need him. That's a, it's a deep receiving core there, even without Jackson, uh, but they were unable to do so. So they cut him. We'll see if he lands anywhere or if he might be done. 
And uh, another trade that was attempted was Odell Beckham Jr. Apparently, I missed all of this. It's, it's all seemingly come out within the last few days. There's, I mean, of course, the last few seasons, really, there's been tension there, I think, between him and the Browns organization and Baker Mayfield in particular. Uh, but they were trying to trade him. It all came to a head kind of on Tuesday. They were trying to trade him. It didn't happen. In the meantime, you've got, you've got Odell's dad sharing 15-minute-long Twitter videos compiling all the times Beckham was open and, and Baker didn't throw it to him. And uh, the last couple of days, he's been excused from practice, even though he, like, he showed up at the building and they told him, no, nah, we're good. That's okay. You don't have to come. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, man, could I get that deal? <laughs> right. You know what? We appreciate everything you've done. You're such a team player. Why don't you go take a week off? <laughs> uh, like Ironically. Or are we just yeah. talking a week a week? <laughs> well, that's the question. It seems – I don't know what the salary cap implications are. I think that's why no one traded for him because he was so expensive. He's still on a big contract from when he first came to Cleveland. So I don't know if it would cost him a lot of money to just to cut him at this point. Um but yeah, I, either way, it doesn't look like he's going to be playing for this team again anytime soon. <laughs> they, they just they actively don't want him, which is kind of incredible when you think about the position Odell was in, you know, his first few seasons in New York. Well, I kind of feel like he kind of pulled the Antonio Brown thing, where yes, he's this incredible receiver, but his antics and the way he acts and his diva-like demeanor that can sometimes come out of there sort of soured it. And I think you start to see that now with the fact of truly great receivers, whether they're, you know, thousand yard receptions, you know, a year or not, they want the team to win. And if that means they got to give up target shares and throw it to whoever's open, that's what you do. You know, it would be awesome to be, you know, the number one receiver in the league, but look at the bucks. You've got Chris Evans or Mike Evans. You've got um, Chris Godwin. You know, Yep. Godwin, Gronkowski, you've got all these weapons, and none of them fight for targets. They're just like, hey, if I'm open, throw it to me. If not, don't. Right. Yeah, that's such a good point. It should be, uh, if the team is winning, I would think you would be happy, but that doesn't seem to be the case. And especially when the things break down, when the attitude, because it's good to have some swagger, some confidence, I think, but when that isn't being matched by your on-the-field production, it becomes a problem and a distraction. And it's so funny. Their stats, the stats say that Baker is a better quarterback when Odell's not in the lineup, which is insane. But uh, that's that's what the numbers say, <laughs> and I think they're kind of leaning into that. If he does get cut, there are a couple teams that might be interested because of these next few news items. Michael Thomas, Saints wide receiver, who's been on, on IR to start the year is now has been shut down for the entire season. He's not going to play. He had foot surgery in the off season that was reportedly delayed. He didn't have it right after the season ended. He waited till sometime in the summer. That's what delayed this, his, uh, that's what put him on track to miss the first start like half ish of the season. But now I guess he's had a setback or some kind of secondary injury to that ankle or foot area. And they're just shutting him down for the season. It's a big loss for a team that's been, Hit or miss. Yeah, yeah, they've been more hit than miss lately. 
but they've been very up and down. The defense has been really solid. They just had that an incredible win over Tampa Bay, which we'll talk about briefly in a minute. But so excited uh, for that one. Yeah, that was great. That was very, very fun to watch. But yeah, we've been thinking they would get Thomas back at some point, but no, it's going to be the Marquez Callaway, um, Traquan Smith show, <laughs> that receiver there for the rest of the I can only season. hope I picked him up and he hasn't done jack. Well, he's getting a new quarterback, which we'll also talk about in a second. Yay! But yeah, so the Saints would be in the market for a receiver. And then also in uh, really, really downer news, Henry Ruggs, wide receiver of the Raiders, over the, on, I think on Tuesday night or Monday night, was involved in a car crash. Details came out that he was under the influence, driving 150 miles per hour, and uh, rear-ended a, a stopped car. And that actually ended in a fatality of the person he hit. So it's really, really gross, really unfortunate situation. He's likely facing jail time, and the Raiders just cut him. So just yeah. sticking with the football aspect of things, they would be looking for a receiver. Yeah, especially a deep threat down the field. Right. So we'll see what happens with Odell. Um, obviously, no one wanted to give up anything significant to acquire him, but if he were to become a free agent, he would certainly be picked up. And with that, let's get into a brief Week 8 recap because this, ha- this feels like it happened a year ago now. <laughs> Remember last Thursday, Matt, when the Packers played the Cardinals? Yeah, and they were down everybody. <laughs> yeah, no Devontae Adams, no Alan Lazard, still no um, MVS. No problem in the end. <laughs> Actually, they, they totally should have lost that game. But Absolutely. However, for some miraculous reason, they managed to pull it out of their rear ends and they beat what I was fearing was the toughest team in the NFL. Previously undefeated. Yep, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, eat it, you birds. <laughs> You're the pigeons now. Yeah, eat that cheese. <laughs> Packed you up and shipped you back to Arizona. Well, the game was played in Arizona, but yes, I, I see what you're Shut doing. Shut up, Mike. Give me that one. That was brilliant marketing. <laughs> that was good. I'm sorry. I'll edit I that out. You. I'm going to edit that out. Don't worry. No, it's fine. They need to hear the real you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this was such a huge win for the Packers. I had counted them out going into it just based on how good the Cardinals looked. And Rodgers not having his – You counted them out all the way up until the last play of the game. I did. I was like, there's – yeah, the Cardinals were driving at the end. They took it all the way from one end of the field to the other because they were fresh off a fourth down goal line stand in their own end zone on defense. Drove it all the way down at the end of the game. They were, what, at the Packers' 10-yard line or something? <laughs> I was like, okay. I think they I, were closer than that, but whatever happened, Kyler like, Murray went to throw a pass uh-huh. to – his receiver, who seemingly didn't know it was coming. Yes. And Green Bay decided, you know what, this is a good time now to learn how to play defense. <laughs> and intercepted the freaking football. Not but five seconds after I got a text from Mike going, I don't have any faith in this. Yeah, I, I really didn't know. Like, it's over. <laughs> and it was, but not in the way I expected. So <laughs> Huge win for the Packers. Also, Kyler and their receiver, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, both got banged up in this game. So, And they're both... Uh, actually of questionable health status coming into week nine. So that was a crazy, awesome game. Uh, there's been some not-so-great Packers news since then that we'll get into in a second as well. <laughs> yeah, just keep piling it on the list, Michael. 
How about the Jets beating the Bengals 34 to 31? I like all of the comedy sketches that were going around because nobody knew who the hell Mike White even was. <laughs> and he throws for 400 yards and three touchdowns against a Bengals team that coming in, we thought had a great contention to take the division. Well, the week before they played Baltimore and held them to 17 points. And then they come into New York and give up double that <laughs> yeah, to Mike White. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you just got to, like, pull people off the street and be like, you're a quarterback in the NFL now. They're like, what? The, the funniest part, too, was they traded for – so Zach Wilson, their rookie, first-round draft pick, is hurt. They traded for Joe Flacco in the week, but they still started Mike White instead of Flacco. And he goes out and does this, 400 yards, three touchdowns, wins the game. I and wonder then, if Flacco's watching this being like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah, it's, it's really funny. But, yeah, that's definitely a blow to the Bengals' um, status as a contender. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely that, too. Uh, so, moving quickly here, the Steelers beat the Browns in a classic low-scoring AFC North <laughs> grinded-out battle. And the Steelers, they still look terrible on offense, but they've actually won three games in a row. So, turning – You know what they say in the NFL, a win's a win. They do say that. The uh, Patriots beat the Chargers in another kind of upset, 27-24. And the defense came up in a big way, really limited Justin Herbert. Took Mike Williams completely out of the game, who had been so dominant at receiver for the Chargers. And that leaves your Raiders, just as an aside, in first place in the division unchallenged. They're a full game ahead of uh, L.A. now. Yeah, eat it. <laughs> the Cowboys just beat the Vikings. It. No Dak Prescott in this game, even coming out of the bye week. Rush. Yeah. The Rush man. Even coming out of the bye week, Dak was still not healthy enough from the calf injury he suffered the week before. So, yeah, Cooper Rush got the start. He did well enough and was complimented by a continue what continues to be an impressive Cowboys defense. Amazing how they were last year compared to this year. Yeah, it is amazing. <laughs> And they did overhaul the unit as much as they could. Brought in Dan Quinn to be the coordinator. I think they used every single... I feel like you bring that up just because I think... Didn't I talk smack on him at the beginning? (laughs) You did. You did. I think your comment was something like, oh, yeah, because his defense in Atlanta was so good. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what? That was my exact comment. Which is a very valid point. (laughs) But maybe more important than that was that they used every single draft pick on defense, they got Trayvon Diggs, second-year player, back from injury. Looks awesome in the secondary. Micah Parsons, their first pick in this year's draft at linebacker, is a dominant force. And they've really turned things around really fast on that side of the ball. It's impressive. Uh, our sleepers really quick. Your Falcons lost to the Panthers. I guess the biggest deciding in. factor in that one was yeah. the two interceptions that Matt Ryan threw to the zero thrown by Sam Darnold. I think that is really what gave this away. Yeah, and and Ryan has one less target in the passing game. This this uh, oh, this is so nowadays. upsetting. But you know what? I understand. You got to do what you got to do for yourself. Yeah, Calvin Ridley stepping away from football for the time being to deal with, you know, mental health issues, I think is what he cited. And and that's an important thing that's getting more and more coverage, I feel like, these days. The mindset of these, not just football players, you've seen it across professional sports, professional athletes in the last, you know, year or so, I feel like taking time to to 
take care of themselves mentally because that's really important something for everyone but yeah so they don't have calvin ridley now indefinitely no one knows if it's a permanent you know thing or if he'll come back at some point it might be this year might not might be never so in any case it hurts the falcons offense and uh yeah it showed here raiders were on a bye yeah great Uh, coverage there thank you and uh yeah both my sleepers won for a change the broncos snapped a four-game losing streak to beat washington 17 to 10 really ugly gross game (laughs) defensive struggle and i just have to wonder they're four and four uh sitting behind you know they're i think they're last in the division actually (laughs) and uh i wonder if the von miller trade is an indicator that they're getting ready to sort of punt on this year (laughs) play for the future wait till they've got aaron Rodgers next year and uh, a couple extra draft picks (laughs) yeah that's what's going on the 49ers went into Chicago and beat the Bears uh, 33-22 to behind uh, two rushing touchdowns from Jimmy Garoppolo, who is still hanging on to his starting job there. He's playing pretty well. And Justin Fields showed some flashes of what, you, what Bears fans had hoped to see in this game, too. A little more efficient through the air and really showed off his, his legs on a really dynamic fourth-down touchdown run. So, Absolutely. Signs of life from Justin Fields. The 49ers got a win to improve to, I believe, three and four. I didn't write it down. All right, a couple more. <laughs> We're almost done. Chiefs beat the Giants in a very uninspiring Monday night performance. Well, just... and as much as this is about this game, I feel like this is where we have to start making some questions here. Oh, yeah, Totally. Because the Chiefs beat the Giants, it shouldn't be a shocker. What is the shocker? It was by three points. And Mahomes is throwing the ball more often to the other team to his own receivers. Kelsey had a fumble in this game. There's just so many question marks around this Chiefs team that we didn't have a year ago. Right, and I think penalties, too. I think they mentioned that in the broadcast as they kept shooting themselves in the foot on offense. Well, on both sides of the ball there were at least a handful of third down plays for the Giants offense that, that would have resulted in a fourth down and a punt if, if not for a penalty on the Chiefs defense. And I just want to read you a couple stats about turnovers. Oh, do read them to me. The Chiefs lead the league in turnovers on offense with 19, 19 turnovers in eight games. That's two a game or three almost. More yeah, than, two yeah, yeah, yep. And That's they bad. correspondingly have the worst turnover differential in the league at minus 11. And Mahomes wow. himself has been a big part of this. He's already thrown 10 picks, and uh, which is just one fewer than he threw in the past two years combined. He had five last year, six the year before. He already has 10 this year. Yeah, of all your numbers as a quarterback that you want to go up, generally – interceptions is not one of them generally speaking yes (laughs) and the only way I could even begin to validate that at any given point is if they were launching the ball more frequently through the air generally these the the statistics prove the more you attempt to throw the ball the more likely it is to get picked but I don't even think that their passing attempts are that much more than they were compared to a year ago yeah I don't I don't know 
I don't have that in front of me right now. <laughs> well, what the some, hell? Some of them are just, you know, like out of his control. Like I think the first interception of the game, or maybe it was the only one, I don't know. Uh, but it bounced off someone's face mask and deflected like high in the air and, and the defender caught it. That's not 100% on him. But then he had at least one more that was called back. It was saved by a defensive penalty. So he could have had even more in the Giants game. It's, it's not looking good for the Chiefs, to be honest. You know who else it's not looking good for? The Saints. Specifically, Jameis Winston. Oh, poor baby. Like I don't like I'm how sorry. much pleasure you're taking in this in this injury. <laughs> yeah, uh the Saints played the Bucks 36-27 victory for New in Orleans. In all justification, I work with one of my team members at work who is a diehard Saints fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> and she hates Jameis Winston. What? <laughs> He's been playing well this year. How can I understand um, okay? Whatever. And to Go rub ahead. it in your face, Mike, she was hoping Taysom Hill got the starting job too. Well, I'm now in that boat as well for fantasy football purposes, but in general. Oh, you're the bastard who took him. I went looking for him. <laughs> I spent because almost. Rodgers had to get COVID. <laughs> hey, spoiler, Sorry, we didn't, fine. we're not there yet. <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine. Anyway, yeah, in the Saints game against Tampa Bay this past weekend, Winston tore his ACL. He's out for the season. Taysom Hill was not playing in this game either because of a concussion back in week five or something. So Trevor Simeon played most of the game and actually looked pretty competent. I mean, to be fair. Given the fact the last time this guy played an NFL game was for one game for the Jets in 2019, I got to give it to him. Yeah. What we all thought they were going to do was run the ball. Man, that guy came out and slung it. No, yeah, he looked good. So, mad props, Trevor. Totally. And you got to give the mad props to the Saints defense, too. They forced oh a fumble. God, that's the defense we've been waiting for. Yeah. They, they forced three turnovers from Tom Brady, a, four, a strip sack, two interceptions, one of which was returned for a touchdown that, that pretty much sealed the win. Really impressive. Um, I was uh, the strip love to sack see it. was probably my favorite play of the entire game because I texted you about that. That's where – so, what I thought was hilarious was – he loses the ball, and Brady just looks at it as it's like two feet in front of him. Made no effort to go get it. Uh, he pulled a Cam Newton, huh? <laughs> wow. Don't put those two in the same category. All right, last game. The only reason it's important, Titans beat the Colts in overtime, and Derrick Henry. You. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Derrick Henry. Oof. I, I don't even know what the injury is. I think it's a foot broken bone in his foot or something and he's out six to ten broken fifth metatarsal in his foot yes ouch that's gotta hurt you know what's funny i fractured my fifth metatarsal in my foot but it's not being an elite running back in the nfl how'd you do it jumping off some racking at work (laughs) so does that mean you get to sit out six to ten weeks too or no (laughs) Uh, i was out of work for two months wait really when did this happen uh, this was, let's see, four years ago. Oh, <laughs> so wow! All right, yeah, same timeline. About you and Derrick Henry have that in common, I guess. You know what? I should text them. You should. Uh, and the team signed Adrian Peterson. Jesus, Man, this guy's still people, alive. I know. Where do the teams always find these? They dig up these running backs who have been, I thought, retired for years, and they're like, "Hey, you want to come play?" <laughs> But, yeah, so Adrian Peterson is a Tennessee I know. Person. I picked up McNichols as his backup. Yeah, I think that's the better 
option. And he's the pass catcher too. So I like it. Let's take a quick break and come back for a week nine preview. All right. Oh yeah. We're back. We're live. We're back. It's the, well, thank God we're not live, but we are back. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one of these days we should. We should. We, maybe we should. That'd be fun. We'll talk about it. Um, but yes. Do we have orange juice? What? what? Yes. I hate you. Week nine. <laughs> With or without the E? Uh, without. It's not that serious. Okay, cool. That's an inside joke. Two <laughs> M football here. We're back with our week nine preview. This week we got four teams on a bye. The Lions, the Seahawks, the Buccaneers, and the Washington football team. The Sea Lions and the Washington football Bucks. Nailed it. All right, the E's coming. (laughs) Here are your week nine matchups. Sorted as usual by Mike's watchability index. Index. Index? I don't know. So my my head was jumping ahead to saying uh, trademark pending. And that, oh. the T found its way into the index somehow. See, that's what I do on a daily. And my career is to talk for a living. It's terrible. Yeah, I sit behind a computer screen. I never show my face and communicate basically just through text. It's pretty great. <laughs> Except for the show, which is when it comes out. All my faults. All my flaws. Um, okay, anyway. So many flaws. So many. <laughs> Titans at Rams is my top game of the week. The Titans are six and two, Rams seven and one. This game it will be played on Sunday night football. I approve of this one in its positional ranking. Thank you. Um, that means a lot. The Rams uh, of the newly acquired Von Miller adding to their pass rush, and we're going to see probably a new look Titans offense now that they are without their centerpiece and Derrick Henry. Yeah, keep keep mentioning it. Thank you. <clears throat> Sorry, just gotta rub salt in the wounds. <laughs> That's all just I have. Because some of us suck at fantasy football and others don't doesn't mean they gotta be that guy. Uh that is accurate. Some of us Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh the Packers are playing the Chiefs. I still I'm have this the is... Rams to win. Oh, right. Picks. Yes. I have the Rams. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to move on as fast as possible from discussing my fantasy football prowess or lack of We're getting of there because you want to play that game. We're getting there. <laughs> Packers. Yeah, taking the Rams. Uh, 7-1 Packers visiting the Kansas City Chiefs sitting at 4-4. Four and four. I still have this as my number two game, even without Aaron Rodgers, who has tested positive for COVID-19 and is apparently unvaccinated despite claim. Well, there's a bit of a gray area here of what exactly is going on. He said his, his exact quote earlier, or I don't know when this was from, maybe it was from this week, was that he was immunized. So he didn't say he was vaccinated. He said he was immunized, which is intentionally vague. And in terms of the what NFL protocols. What does pro- that mean? It, well, it's meaningless in terms of the NFL protocols because he, you, he has to be vaccinated. Or, well, I mean, you don't have to. Be, <laughs> but the protocol changes if you're not. And since he is not vaccinated, he um, has to be out 10 days, mandatory which, yeah, obviously he's not going to be able to play on Sunday against the Chiefs, which means Jordan Love is going to get his first career start. And I'm actually really excited. 
Yeah, somebody picked him up too. Whoever you are, not a fan of you. <laughs> not me. It was not me. Um, Just wait but, till you hear who I picked up. Okay. I'm wait, I'll wait. I'm excited. But yeah, Jordan Love is going to get his first career NFL start. Hopefully he'll have Devontae Adams back. That's the assumption anyway, uh, who missed last week. Even if just Lazard comes back too, that's going to be a huge thing for him. But yes, it's possible he'll have all three back because MVS was really close last week. And that was a Thursday night. So it'll have been a full, you know, week and a half before this game. So he could be, he could have a full Unfortunately, they will not get their star-studded tight end back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. Robert Tunyon's out with an ACL tear. That does hurt. He was uh, – he's had a nice couple of years this, this year and last year becoming a more integral part of the passing offense. But, uh, yeah, they could have their, the top three receivers back for Jordan Love, and this Chiefs defense is reeling. Uh, the Packers defense just put up an impressive performance limiting Kyler and the, and the Cardinals to just 21 points. I'm taking the Packers with Jordan Love. I'm taking care – actually, I'll say it this way. I'm taking Jordan Love to beat Patrick Mahomes. Wow. <laughs> um, huh. I don't want to phrase it that way, but I'm taking the Packers. To win. <laughs> that's, that's all I really mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Browns at Bengals. Oh, man, I don't know about this one. This I one's tough. Don't, yeah, I actually need to check my who I picked for this one. Um, it is tough because – the I'm going to go with the Bengals. Even though they just lost to, uh, to Mike White? <laughs> yes. Both teams coming off a loss, and both teams right in the thick of the AFC North battle. Um, yes, I'm going with the Bengals. Yeah, I, I got to be honest. I lost some of my faith in them, especially in their defense. They still put up 31 points. Jamar Chase is amazing. Joe Burrow's looking good. Um, but the defense is concerning. Then again, the Browns' offense is gross. <laughs> they've, oh, they've, uh, Kareem Hunt is still out. They're not going to have Beckham, but maybe that's a good thing. Who knows? <laughs> Baker has a shoulder injury still to his non-throwing shoulder, but still. I think I took the Browns, but I don't feel great about it. I guess I could pull it up really quick, but no, it's fine. I'm taking the Browns. I think they can lean on the defense a little bit more. Uh, Patriots at Panthers. Both teams are four and four. Uh, for for Carolina, Sam Darnold suffered a concussion towards the end of last week's game, so he'll need to clear the protocol before he can return. Uh, I got New England. If not, yeah. If if not, it'll be uh, I think PJ Walker. If I have that right, yes. playing quarterback. And uh, I don't know. He might be a step up. Darnold's been so bad the last month really <laughs> on the flip side of the injury news though they there's a chance McCaffrey will be back I think they they have uh designated him to return from IR sometime in the next couple three weeks could be this week could not be I agree with you though I don't I don't care who is healthy and who's not I'm taking the Patriots the Vikings at Ravens I've got next up <clears throat> Ravens are five and two coming out of the bye Vikings three and four after they were just completely shut down on offense by Dallas. I'm taking the Ravens. Uh, I believe I did too. Let me look. 
I believe I am with you on that one. Yes. All right. I'm with you. Chargers at Eagles. Chargers are four and three. I think they've lost two in a row. Eagles are three and five. They look generally terrible, but they just beat down ah. the Lions. But I don't know. Did you say something? I laughed. Okay. Yeah, they're they're bad. Jalen Hurts, despite the fantasy numbers he's putting up, he looks oh, terrible. Oh, he hurts. He hurts our <laughs> souls. I'm taking the Chargers to snap their losing streak and get back in the win column here. 86% agree with both of us. Oh, nice. Focus. Cardinals at 49ers. Cardinals, <laughs> thank you. Cardinals 7-1 and one after suffering their first loss. Uh, 49ers come into this at three and four. Cardinals have some issues, like we talked about, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, they're both not practicing to start the week. And I don't know who their backup is. Is it still Josh Rosen? Is he in the NFL? That's a great question. I no, I, Rosen's the backup for Matt Ryan. What? <laughs> when did yeah, this happen? Yeah, fun fact. <laughs> I'll learn you a few things there. So, who is the Cardinals' backup? I'm looking it up. Keep talking. Buy me okay. time, damn it. Well, in addition to that, AJ Cole Green. McCoy? No way. These guys just don't leave. They just stick around. <laughs> McCoy will serve as a backup to Kyler Murray in Arizona. Okay. Huh. Well, he might play. He might start this game, depending on. I have quarterback on. options, Michael. None of them are great. <laughs> uh, in addition to those injuries, AJ Green is on the COVID list and is at risk to potentially miss this game. I'm still taking the Cardinals. They also lost J.J. Watt for the season to shoulder injuries and among other things. I I don't know. I think it's really going to depend. I'm going to hedge a little bit. I'm going to say stay on the fence here. If, if Kyler plays, I'll still pick No. Him. <laughs> no. Okay. All right, fine. Give me the 49ers. I'm going to go there with There we go. Thank you. Go with you my commit playoffs. or you don't. Let's do it. <laughs> In that case, I'm on the fence for all these games. So I'll wait until I see who wins. Okay, okay. That's not what I was saying. But all right, Matt. <laughs> Bears at no. Steelers. On Monday Night Football, the three and five Bears taking on the four and three Steelers. Guess my pick. Guess it. Guess it. I'm guessing you're going with the Steelers. No. What? No. You're going with the Bears? I'm going to put a leap of faith into a team that I don't like. I, speaking of faith, I have no faith in the Bears at all, especially their defense. They've, especially the run defense has been just letting other teams run wild. And uh, the Steelers, the focus of their off, the focal point of their offense is Najee Harris now, rookie running back. Roethlisberger can't throw the ball for shit anymore. <laughs> is this where we just go off the rails and we say screw the bleep button? No, Does the no, real no. us finally come out? I have to bleep it. Otherwise, I have to mark it as explicit, and then I don't want my mom to hear that. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Uh, but I'm still taking the Steelers because it seems like their defense has, is as good as we expected it to be. Offense has taken a step back. Another one. <laughs> but I still think they're better than the Bears. But you're, you got the Bears. Okay. What are the percentages on that one? Just out of curiosity. Um, please hold. Your call is very important to us. Due to increased call volume, it might take us longer than usual to return your call. Yeah, check back next week. Yeah. What game are we talking about? Um, 12% agree with me, while 88% agree with you. Yeah, 
that is more confident than I would have expected the general public to be, but I agree with it. Raiders at Giants. Raiders are five and two coming out of the bye week. Giants are two and six. They're so bad and so injured. <laughs> Saquon Barkley has missed the last few weeks with injury. He's also on the COVID list now. Oh, great. Saquon, <laughs> do you want to play football ever? Sterling Shepard got hurt in last week's loss, and he'll be out a few weeks. We'll see if Kenny Galladay is ready to come back. Yeah, He's been hurt, okay. too. Uh, Kadarius Toney, their rookie, has been hurt as well. It's, it's just ridiculous, the injuries to this offense. I feel I, like every year there's that one team that you're like, how do they find people to put on the field? Right. Whether it's uh, San Francisco's running backs every year, Tampa Bay's secondary this year, and now we've got, yeah, the Giants' entire offense. It doesn't matter to me, though. Even if all those guys were healthy, I'm taking the Raiders. Raiders! Falcons at Saints. Uh, like we oh, man. About. No Calvin Ridley. Oh, uh, this, man. I don't want to pick this one. This, this one hurts. This is going to be brutal. I think it, hurts. it's going to be Taysom Hill. If he's healthy, yes. he has to clear concussion. Hey, I'm with you for once. Let's do this. Yes. It's going to be, it's going to get ugly out there. I think it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Either you're going to feel like such a doo-doo head for like making fun of him all this time, or you're going to not stop ever giving me crap. You know what? It's win-win either way. If he does well, it's good for my fantasy team. If he sucks, then I get to rub it in your face. So <laughs> there's no way I can lose. Oh here, my. Right? <laughs> yeah, you like that. Uh... <laughs> However, 13% of the population thinks the Falcons are going to win. Are you kidding I'm going to go off on a limb here and say you and I are with the 87% that agrees that the Saints take this one. So more people are picking the Falcons. No, more people are picking the Falcons than the Bears. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Because this one seems way more lopsided, in my opinion. We'll see. Uh, up, if you want to hear something crazy against yes. the uh, – um, 9% of people think the Titans are going to beat the Rams. Huh. Yeah, that seems crazy. Now, while that's, that doesn't seem like a big percentage, that's still nine people think that Tennessee's offense will beat the newly revamped and continuously revamped L.A. offense or defense. Yeah, that's surprising to me. I'm worried about. Uh, I'm worried about Ryan Tannehill. We we uh, talked 14% about. Fourteen percent think the Eagles are going to beat the Chargers. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to look at real quick here. Anything I'll else? That seems like... I know. Or is that? I'm guessing that one skews heavily towards Arizona. Um, surprisingly, yes, but not as eleven percent think the 49ers are going to win. All right, there's there are dozens of us. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, you're taking the Saints with me, though, right? Correct. Broncos four and four at Cowboys at six and one. Dak should be back. I'm taking the Cowboys. I have no further analysis. <laughs> <laughs> the Broncos' offense is so brutal. It's so bad. It's the Dak attack. He's back. Yeah. <laughs> Jets at Colts. Hey, that's tonight's game. The Jets are two and five. Colts are three and five. Do I have that right? I don't know. Reigning AFC Player of the Week, Mike White, will get the start again. Sorry, Joe Flacco. You can just keep that bench warm. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Ow. Thanks for coming. Why are you like this? You just sit right there, get cozy with your with your Microsoft Surface over there. It's got some. Brutal. It's got some kids' games on it for you. <laughs> Look, I'm playing Flappy Bird. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to say. 
about this. The, the Colts are not a good team, but they're going to, I think they're going to beat the Jets. There was a funny, so they came close to beating Tennessee last week. It went to overtime. I think they were tied at the end of regulation, right? And Carson went through this crazy pick six, I think, to a defensive lineman <laughs> at his own like two yard line. Oh, Carson Wentz is an idiot. <laughs> but actually, that was a smart move because if he had taken a safety, then Tennessee would have gotten the ball. If he gives up a touchdown to the other team, then he gets the ball again. <laughs> yeah, you know what else you gave the team? Seven points. <laughs> it wasn't the reason they lost because they still did actually tie it and go to overtime, but it was just a funny thing that happened. Uh, I will... Thank you. I will actually take the Colts. I got the Colts on this one, too. Mike White does not do this back-to-back. I think the Colts' defense is very, very different from the Bengals. Yeah. And now they have a a week of of game tape to study. (laughs) I wonder if Mike White's available. I don't think so. I think Sorio picked him up last week. What a dick. (laughs) Flacco's out there. If you want to get ready for maybe next week, I don't know. No, I'm going to get Blake Bortles. Hey, he's back. He's back with the pack. That he started with at the beginning of the year? I think so. When, yeah. or when there was Rodgers' uncertainty in the offseason. Oh, All look right. at this. Dwayne Haskins guy is still here. Yeah, he's never playing again. Uh, two more games that we can talk about fantasy football. The Bills are taking on the Jaguars. Bills are winning that game. Yes. I think they might be my eliminator. Let me look that up. Really I don't get to pick anymore. Wait, did you lose? I picked the Browns last week. Oh, Matt. So mad. Well, you can still pick. You just don't get a point for that week. It won't let me choose. Really? It's all, it's all grayed out. Oh, well, sucks to suck. Mike, continue on. Yeah, who would have thought the Browns would have, would have lost to the freaking Bengals, but it's fine. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter anymore since you're out. But, oh, I actually picked Dallas this week as my limit. Oh, good for you. To beat the Broncos, yeah. Your face is a Bronco. <laughs> Thank you. Broncos are very cool animal. Anyway, I'm taking the Texas Bills. and Dolphins. Dolphins. The Dolphins are going to swim in the sand of Texas. Okay. <laughs> sure. Is that a good thing? Wouldn't they die? <laughs> I, I think they're going to die because I picked the Texans to win. I also picked up, you guessed it, you know him, and you love him. He's sitting on my bench. It's David Mills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. He's currently just waiting in the wings because we're waiting on feedback to see if Tyrod Taylor is going to be back. Yeah, yeah, right. He's gone, so I'm <laughs> hoping not. Don't you worry your pretty little faces, people. I got a quarterback on the bench. Oh, man. For once, we're not talking about my quarterback problems. <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> I still have Kirk Cousins, which isn't bad, but I have Aaron Rodgers sitting on my bench right. just going, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I have the Dolphins, but I have no confidence. They have, they, wow. They talk about dumpster fires. <laughs> what happened? This offseason, because it's basically the same team, except with more firepower on offense, but the defense. Maybe Adam Gase puts something in Brian Flores' coffee every morning. <laughs> is he there? <laughs> or maybe he sneaks in. He's maybe his there. like stupid spirit is kind of there. And his, <laughs> his aftermath, his stank is still there. 
Let's see. What is Adam Gase doing right now? I hate you, Adam Gase. If you hear this podcast, you're useless. He's probably on a beach building sandcastle somewhere. I don't know. I can't find. There, there is nothing. Uh... There's a reason for that, Mike, but I can't tell you why. Did you kill him? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as far as I can tell, Adam Gase is unemployed. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll take yeah. one more, one more quick break. Unemployed. <laughs> I don't know. I, sources can't confirm whether he's alive or not. <laughs> Nor will they. How, how terrible would this be if he like actually died or something? <laughs> Is it sad I'd laugh? Okay, another quick break, then we'll come back for the fantasy corner. Now, let's take a trip down to the fantasy corner. Hey, we're back. Kill him? We're back. <laughs> this podcast is now evidence in the ongoing criminal investigation of <laughs> disappearing. Wait, who's that? Who's that I hear screaming in the background? <laughs> who's with you? Is it him? Is, do you have him tied up over there? Adam, shut up! Adam, shut up! <laughs> Fine. You know, I coached Nothing Cutler happened. that one good year. Shut it! <laughs> you can't coach! <laughs> Anyway, let's. Oh man, I think you beat me in FanDuel, and we're back even on that. We both lost in season long. It's not looking good for me. You, however, still have a chance if you can get a quarterback <laughs> to start for you this week. Although I went two weeks ago when Kirk Cousins was on a bye week with only one quarterback. It can be done, I guess. It was not exactly the least stressful week of my life, but yes. Let's see. Yeah, last week I lost to Sorio. I'm um, three and five now. Let's see. How about you? I think you're five and three. I think so. Oh, you're still first place in our division. Yeah, not anymore because it's not my quarterback that's a problem. I just lost like 20 <laughs> points a week. Oh, yeah, you're in a two-way, three-way tie for first place at the top. Yeah, and I'm down, you know, one of the most valuable people <laughs> in the NFL. It's fine. All right, let's talk about um, – some trades isn't it funny how this all kind of happened the same week as the trade deadline yeah i was thinking that like it's not wait why are we doing this it's not the fantasy trade deadline yet (laughs) but there was a flurry of trade activity and we'll start with yours you are trading alex you're trading away amari cooper in exchange for tyler boyd and daryl williams explain explain your thought process well cooper's been up and down a lot this season he's steady in terms of getting one or two like catches um he had a touchdown last week or the week before and then in week one uh for me it was more of my receiving core is one of was one of my weaker points and then with Derrick Henry going down I definitely need to shore up the running back position so this was a two for one trade for me that kind of helped both those I do like Tyler Boyd he's one of the people that I kind of was aiming for in the draft um, and and Darrell, Darryl Williams kind of helps me buff up that, that loss that I have while I figure out exactly who I'm going to start uh, for running back. Because I still have uh, Tony Pollard, who's been very consistent. Um, I, pick up, I picked up Jeremy McNichols, who was Harry Henry's backup. Edmonds has been frustrating, so I don't know exactly how to handle him right now. Um, he's been used so much in between the 20s. 
finally last week he got a touchdown. Or two weeks ago, he finally got his first touchdown. Um, so right now this was more of I kind of knock out two birds with one stone while giving up a good player, but not necessarily what I hinge my entire team on. Yeah, I get it. It makes a lot of sense from your standpoint. Um, yeah. And Boyd is is more consistent in a way, I think, than Cooper, right? Like week to week, he's more of the – like he gets a more consistent target share, I feel like. In like that. you know it's always Jamar Chase on an offense, but you are clear cut that it's going to be Tyler Boyd behind him. With right. the well, Dallas offense, yeah, you always think Cooper's the number one, but you've got C.D. Lamb. You've got Blake Jarwin that takes a ton of targets. And then you've got Zeke and Pollard. So it's like there's more to spread the ball around, if you will, on Dallas than there is, I feel like, in Cincinnati. Yeah, and like Chase is a big play guy, but I think Boyd has more guaranteed. Like he's, he's you he gets know, volume. You are big plays, but more volume. Yeah, so that makes sense. And then, yeah, who knows when CEH is going to come back. So Daryl Williams will be great, a great play until he does. And I you know, and it's almost one of those things that while I drafted Chase Edmonds, I may end up backseating him because I don't know what to think of Edmonds' performance, the way he's being utilized. Maybe he'll be utilized more now with the fact that Kyler Murray could be out. I don't know. But having the options there right now is kind of my whole game plan. Yep. It's, uh, it's probably a more consequential trade than either of mine, <laughs> but – I was waiting. I was holding on to Allen Robinson, despite him doing absolutely nothing so far this season, just on the off, hoping that he would get traded. I was really hoping Robinson would be a trade deadline move that the Bears would make. It, it, maybe this was just me justifying it in my head because I wanted it to happen, but I feel like it would have made sense. He's on the franchise tag. The Bears refused. Like, they didn't sign him to an extension this offseason. So he's likely leaving town. Why wouldn't you try to trade him and actually get something for him? I, I believe it's not an issue with his talent. I think the talent's still there. Uh, but it's just an issue with the Bears and Nagy and the quarterback situation. But he's still a Bear. And I was chatting with Sorio, casually mentioned I was probably going to get rid of him now. And he's like, hey, I'll give you Russell Gage for him. Russell Gage Interesting. Of, of the Falcons who – in theory, should be a bigger part of the offense with Ridley out of the picture. However, he got zero targets last week. Ryan didn't even throw the ball to him once in a game they were losing the whole time. And uh, he was on the field a lot. But I'm going to bank on the fact that maybe that won't happen. I'm not going to start him right away, especially not against the Saints. But he's more valuable to me than Robinson at this point. I don't think... And even when Fields does throw for the Bears, he he targets Darnell Mooney more and Cole Komet, the tight end. Robinson is like third or fourth in the pecking order for targets and an offense built around the run that's not very good at throwing the ball. So not much value there. Whereas the Falcons, with their defense, they're always losing. (laughs) They're always throwing the ball a lot. So Russell Gage, I think, has a chance to be somewhat useful to me. So that's why I did that. And then with picking up... uh, Taysom Hill, now I had five quarterbacks on my roster, which is just stupid. What? <laughs> I did. So I'm like, all right. You're like a bastard that's hogging them all. Well, I, I don't have any good ones. I, quarterbacks were Darnold. Go to your freaking team roster now, you prick. Garoppolo, Trey Lance, uh, Daniel Jones, and then uh, <clears throat> Hill. So with the news that Ruggs is now gone, 
from the Raiders. I saw an opportunity. Kevin needed a quarterback this week too. So I offered him Darnold for Brian Edwards, who I believe you gave now. Kevin a quarterback over me. Hey man, you didn't make me an offer. I got more. You said we were going to talk about it and then never did. <laughs> you, I don't know. You just kept complaining about how tired you were from work. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> do you want us? Do you want to switch jobs for like a week? Absolutely not. <laughs> no way. <laughs> to move all my crap to Wisconsin for me. Fine. Anyway, um, what were we, yeah. So, yeah, Sam Darnold for Brian Edwards. He'll be, I believe, the new top receiver in LA. Now the LV, <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> okay. Well. All right. On that note, <laughs> the show's terrible. We're sorry. Thank you, everyone, for putting up with us. Shows as terrible as my fantasy team. <laughs> Our show has a better record, I think. Undefeated. And that's sad. Undefeated, I think, whatever that means. I don't know. <laughs> Did we make it? Did we win a Super Bowl? <laughs> All right, man. Good talking to you. I'm going to get to editing. <laughs> See everybody next week. Enjoy week nine. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the 2M Football Podcast with Matt and Mike. Don't forget to follow us on our social media, both Twitter and Instagram. Look for our photo at 2M Football Show. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends, family, and others who may be interested in listening to all of our shenanigans. And remember, we will see you next week on the Gridiron.